Welcome to Zoni Living. It's been said that people fear public speaking more than death, yet public speaking offers so many benefits. It builds confidence, helps us organize our thoughts, improves our negotiating skills, enhances our vocabulary, and gives us power. Power to have a presence, to take a stand, to make an impact. Our guest today has proven time and time again, if we can master effective public speaking, we can boost our personal and professional success. R.V. Robinson is an international speaker, a giant on the speaking stage, and master speaker trainer. She's helped more than 5,000 people gain the communication skills they need to change their lives and their business. She teaches business owners how to use public speaking as a marketing strategy so they can attract more clients, generate unlimited leads, grow their business fast, and make an impact with their words. She has received a great many awards for speaking leadership and helping others reach their human potential. Arvi is the chair for the annual Score Orange County Women Business Owner Conference and the Women in Business Breakfast. But not only that, she believes we all have something to share with the world, and if we keep that to ourselves, that message and the benefits that others can derive from that message are lost. Arvi Robinson is a coach who gets big results and the author of three best-selling and really helpful books. She joins us now from Southern California with tips for how to become a superstar speaker. Hello, Arvi. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Oh, it's always so great to see you. I want to, I want to start by blasting some holes in this myth. So many okay. believe that public speaking is a gift that some people are born with. People either have it or we don't. We're an extrovert or we're not. So what do you have to say to that? I have to say that um, that is not true. There are There's no such thing as a natural born speaker. Speakers are trained. Speakers are trained. So anybody can learn how to speak. I've taught introverts how to speak. But if you think, I mean, just to prove it, if your son or daughter showed signs of talent like singing or playing the piano, what is the first thing you do? Oh, boy. Get a coach. Get lessons. Yeah, get them in classes. Get them trained. And so same with public speaking. So if you think you're kind of good at it, get trained. Get coached. Let's see where it goes. But there's no such thing as a natural born speaker. Only trained ones. Well, in your book, Speak Up, Get Clients, which I think I've listened to maybe four times, your audiobook, you share a story about how early on in your career you learned something about yourself that changed the way you approach public speaking. That awareness, that self-awareness help you, helped you create a formula that others can now use to create their own impactful signature speeches. Tell us how you came up with this idea for a speech sandwich. It really works. Well, when I was a little kid, my mom used to give uh, give us all bologna sandwiches. And there, she would have one piece of bologna between two pieces of Wonder Bread, a little bit of Miracle Whip. I think we and, have the same mom. <laughs> yeah, we would eat these sandwiches. Now, if there was not a piece of meat in there, a piece of bologna, then we would have known, right? Right. And that's what happens to the speeches that people give. Oftentimes, they don't give any real content or they don't give any real meat. And we know it. We know it immediately. So whether your speech is is long or short, it might be a five-minute speech or a 10-minute speech, you need to have some great content so that it fills up your audience 
and they feel like they received something. I love that. I, I want to share with listeners how you and I met. Okay. RV, uh, you've been coaching me for some time. And the more I work with you, I think you know, the more I discover, there's more I want to learn. And I, I love how you push me to be better. I found out about RV after meeting a woman at a book signing event. And as a journalist, I seek out people with the story that I want to tell and that they need to have told. And without doing anything, this woman had a presence just sitting there in this room. When I asked her about herself, she was already with an interesting introduction. And uh, I could clearly find out quickly who she was and what she was all about. And then later I recommended her for a speaking event that I was involved in organizing. So as I expected, she was fantastic. She was full of energy, had the audience fully engaged and left the conference participants with key takeaways to help them be more effective, more visible leaders. She nailed it. And I asked her how she got to be such a powerful speaker. And she gave me two words, RV Robinson. RV, give us a couple of examples of how you've helped clients, starting from where they are when you meet them, what they're stumbling with, and what's getting in the way, and then what they accomplish after you've been working with them. Okay, great. I'd love to. Well, the first thing that I teach them is how to share their professional story. And it's not their personal story, but it's their professional one on why they're speaking about whatever they're speaking about today, whether it's business topic like finance or a personal topic. But why is it? Why should we listen to you? What is your credibility? And so I teach them how to share that story, go deep, get connected to it so people get to know them mm -hmm. because we all buy from people that we know, like, and trust. So that's the first key. And so many speakers don't share that kind of a story or go deep or that vulnerability. And then the second thing is to give great content, not only content that, you know, that, you know, but like give the content that like nobody else gives, mm -hmm. give your secret sauce, give the best stuff, give the stuff that if, you know, people would pay you a million dollars for. They're not going to remember anyway. You don't have to worry. And I'm not saying you have to give the hows, but give the whats, the wheres, the whys. They say, give all the Ws that you want. Just save the how for them to come to you and, and pay it because you don't have enough time to do the how anyway. I so give it. that kind of content that's the secret sauce, the best of the best of the best that nobody else in your industry is giving. And then at the close, always make sure that you invite them to take the next step with you. The next step might simply be come and talk to me at the end of my talk. Mm -hmm. It might be, um, you know, to go to the back of the room and buy your book. It might be, you know, whatever it is, but invite them to take the next step with you. Because as a speaker, it's our duty to give people an opportunity to get more. Because when we speak in this fashion, when we share our professional story, when we give great content, audiences will want more. And we can't just leave them hanging. So we need to <clears throat> offer them a way to get more. And if you're a speaker and you're, you don't have anything to offer, you need to develop something because otherwise you're not, you're, you know, you're not doing your due diligence there. So always give your audience a way to get more of you, more of the solution that you provide and, and uh, more help whatever it is that you're speaking about. You know, that is such a great tip because that's something that I never thought about, you know, that they wanted something more. And so it's my duty to give them something more. So RV, uh, let's talk about things that are 
scary for people when they're public speaking. For example, stage fright. It's an right. awful feeling. I don't know if you've ever had it, but your mouth gets so dry. Your mind goes blank. You might even hyperventilate. I've done all of those things. How do you get people past that and some other common obstacles that sabotage speakers? Number one is practice. Most people do not practice enough. And that's the problem. They they wing it. They get on stage and they wing it. And then they get scared. That's why they forget what they're going to say. That's why they, they deer in the headlights. That's why they get nervous because they're not fully prepared. You need to practice your speech one hour for every two minutes of speech. So just cut your time in half. So if you have a 30-minute speech, you need to practice for 15 hours. That's how you get really good. That's how you become the script. And I'm not talking about hunkering down and memorizing. I'm talking about saying it out loud where you get to hear it over and over and over. And you stop and you might do a little adjustment. and then, But you just hear it over and over again until you become the script. That mm. will give you the freedom that you need for when you're up there and being authentically up there and present. And let's say a story pops into your head that somebody in the audience needs to hear that you didn't even plan on giving. You've got the freedom to be able to do that without losing your place. You'll be able to come right back to wherever it is you left off. So practice is key. One hour for every two minutes of presentation. That's what makes you a good superstar speaker. You know, uh, RV, I love your formulas because that really helps us learn. And I also find as a broadcaster, you know, I practice saying words over and over, words that I may not use every day, but I want to use specifically during that event. So yes, that practice is key. Can't, can't practice enough. You also emphasize getting specific about target audiences and messages, and you have exercises and steps to help people sort that out. But what I love most is how you are so crystal clear about what works. You coach clients on what words to use, what people want, how to dress that's appropriate for your message and your audience, and other tips that speakers may not even have thought about. So when you work with people on their speeches, you stop them right in their tracks, and I know this from firsthand experience, when they're going off the rails or using buzzwords or overused phrases or start sounding negative, any number of things, and you right. help them rephrase and get rid of what's not working, you have such a talent for listening and going right to the core of who your clients are and knowing how to help them find their voice on stage, their true voice. Tell us about that. Well, first, always think about who are you talking to and you want to use the language of your audience the language of your audience so what because what'll work for one audience doesn't work for another audience so always keep your audience in mind when you're practicing when you're writing when when and i say write a speech i'm going to say create a speech because we never write out our speech if you write out your speech you're going to become a prisoner of your own words and that's when you're going to want to memorize and that's when you're going to forget and that's when you're going to get nervous so oh boy yes when you create your speech always have the audience in mind. Now, we all have our own target audience. Mine is business owners, entrepreneurs, people that want to speak. But sometimes we're going to be speaking to other audiences that are not our normal audience. And you've got to be flexible enough uh, to change the language to theirs. So let me give you an example. 
So it's like if you're speaking to real estate people, their language is much different than if you're speaking to stay-at-home moms, right? So always keep it in mind. And sometimes you're going to have to do your research. Mm -hmm. I know my target market is not teenagers, but every once in a while I'll be asked to go to a school or go to you know, uh, you know, wherever they gather, right? And uh, <laughs> wherever, they wherever gather. that is, yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I've never had any teenagers, but I've I've seen them. You know, <laughs> I know they're out there. <laughs> I know they're out there. But um, but you know, so I do research. I ask other you know people that have teenage children. You know, I start talking to them about you know what can I say, and you know they all talk in text language anyway. Sure, they so, do. Yes. As long as you bring some of that in, that kind of shorthand, uh, you're speaking their language. It's really important to get your audience to um, not only listen to you, but kind of go along with you. If they think that, you know, you don't know them or you're not talking to them, they will shut out and shut down in a heartbeat. Oh, sure. We all feel that way. Well, let's talk about stamina. I'm always amazed at how much you have going on at any one time. You have the Million Dollar Speaker Summit every year. It's a big conference. You conduct master speaking retreats, create the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast, blogs, videos, books, audiobooks, you name it. And of course, you have clients, too, that you coach on a regular basis. Well, you wrote this wonderful blog recently about keeping your speaker body in shape. Right. Right. What does that mean? Well... For one thing, I mean, it's really important because, you know, your body, your physical body, number one, is your vessel and your tool for getting your message out to the world. So that means you need to exercise, you need to treat it right, you need to eat right, all those things that we already know. But when you do that, you will have more stamina on stage, more energy to deliver your message. But at the same token, I like to use a comparison against exercise to our speaking exercise, because this is our, our voice is our tool, it's our instrument. So you've got to practice it. You see, when you exercise, if you exercise once in a while, your body isn't going to show it, you're not going to have that stamina. In order to have it, you have to do what? You have to exercise three, four, five times a week. Mm-hmm. Same with speaking. You've got to exercise your speaking voice. You've got to exercise the whole speaking dynamic. You can't just speak once in a while and expect to close sales at the end of your if, in your speech if you don't do it more often. So I always recommend speak at least once a week. That's how you exercise that speaking muscle. You know, read books on it. Do your research. Make sure you're doing your speaker, you know, exercises, your vocal exercises, all those things that you would be doing for your body when you work out, you also need to do for your voice as you practice your speaking to really get good and have that stamina. I love it. And I think you offer some really amazing awareness that when we're speaking, we put out a lot of energy. So we don't want to fade in the middle of a talk. And we also don't want to fade in the middle of a three-day retreat, let's say. So really helpful advice on that. Let me add this. When you speak for one hour, Bonnie, it's like working an eight-hour day. That's how much energy you're putting out. Wow. Well, that explains so much. 
<laughs> well, not only do you coach on speaking, but you help clients figure out what they want their audiences to do, what actions, action we want them to take. You touched on that a little bit earlier, but in fact, in your book, you say practice your clothes more than the entire rest of the speech. Yes. 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 So, because that's the part that will make the biggest impact on the members of your audience. Plus, it'll have an impact on your business, but it'll have that impact. It'll change lives. Now, remember, my mantra is, you know, I believe that everybody has a message to share that only they can share to people that can only hear it from them. And that message will change someone's life, their business, or even their soul. So it's our duty, not only to be a good speaker, but it's our duty to give them a way that they can create that change. And that's what the close is about. So absolutely, if you're limited on time, you need to practice the close more than the beginning of your speech or even the content. You know your content. So I would practice the beginning and I would practice the end and just talk about your content because that's your knowledge and you know that anyway. But that's if you're pressed for time. What a beautiful mantra. I love that. Well, I also believe a strong speaker should leave their audience with some key messages, a strong takeaway. And you take that a step further by offering listeners a gift. And you're offering a gift today. Can you tell us about that? Yes, the gift is that, you know, 10 tips to be a more powerful speaker. It's all based on a lot of the questions that I get asked over and over again, like, where do I go to speak? Right. How do I get started to speak? All of that. So this addresses all of the things that you need to do to get started. And again, getting trained is key. I'm not going to kid you. It's you're not going to be able to to be the best you can be without getting trained. I mean, everybody that's, you know, you know, all athletes are trained. They all have coaches, right? So mm-hmm. get, you know, get trained, but uh, but these tips will help you to know what to do when. So much great information. RV, making the decision to be coached and mentored by you is one of the most impactful business decisions I've ever made. You go beyond teaching people how to become master public speakers And you encourage them to have a greater vision for themselves. Plus, you provide the tools and a roadmap to get there. Thank you for helping me and for sharing your valuable insights on Zoni Living. Thank you. RV Robinson offers a whole host of products packed with knowledge and practical steps about how to master public speaking. You can gain from her authentic insight and a great many real-life tips about how to handle challenges from the stage, how to build your network, how to engage the right clients, and so much more. I encourage you to visit RV Robinson International website at rvrobinson.com. And you can read about this master speaker trainer at flagstaffbusinessnews.com or quadcitiesbusinessnews.com. When I'm teaching workshops or presenting, I often say communication skills give us confidence, clarity, and the power to elevate ourselves and advance in our personal and professional lives. And as master speaker trainer RV Robinson points out, We all have valuable information to share. Without using our voice and being more effective with our message, the world misses out. This is Zoni Living, Business, Adventure, and Leadership. I'm Bonnie Stevens.